And good morning, Hoosier Nation, and welcome to another victorious edition of Hoosier Morning After. This is Hoosier Morning After Maryland. Last night, your Indiana Hoosiers go on to defeat Maryland Hurdles 68-55 in a game that had us all a little slightly nervous at the beginning with Maryland going on an 8-0 run to begin the game, but then IU finds the gas pedal and, and floors it and uh, doesn't look back since. Uh, just a fantastic defensive uh, outing by the Hoosiers. Great shutdown defense holding them to uh, a not-so-great shooting percentage as we continue to build this team and this kind of uh, structure of a team and hanging our hats, I should say, uh, fits, fits more ineptly uh, on our defense. Limiting to Maryland to 28% from the field and 22% from from three-point on the game. Um, just took care of business. Uh, it, it did, and, and maybe this is a habit that we have to break as fans, because uh, I, I was definitely feeling that way a little bit myself, but um, a little bit lackluster towards the end of the game. Uh, felt like... Maryland was going to make a run and get it close. It didn't feel like we had hit the gas enough and uh, really put our foot on the throats of them and just just finish the game. But yet, with four minutes left, we had our largest lead of 18. Uh, So (laughs) that speaks to maybe some weird uh, psychological aspects that, that, that we have as Indiana fans. And then also, I guess it's just a microcosm of, of, of how we're now conditioned uh, from the recent past and the traumas of the recent past of, of these, uh, these basketball seasons and, and, and what Indiana has shown us the inconsistencies and the inability in the past to finish games. Uh, we're always kind of dreading that sudden comeback by the other team. They're going to, we're going to lose it or, or not going to finish it off. But good job for the guys today to uh, keep their foot on the gas and finish this game off in a good way and uh, allowed allowed some great things to happen in this game. Um, obviously, the biggest story going into this game was what Rob was going to be able to do, um, how, how Rob was feeling. And uh, I don't know if I am concerned that it turns out it's plantar fasciitis uh googled that i asked a lot of you guys on twitter a lot of you guys chimed in on that thank you uh for your experiences with it uh from what i've seen and what i've uh, read and and what you've told me um it's gonna it could be a tough road for rob um sounds like it's an injury or a type of thing that can uh, get good with time you can do a little bit of different therapy things um stretching it out, but rest overall, uh, dry needling. Even my wife has had shoulder issues in the past and she's done some dry noodling and noodling dry needling, uh, that, that has really helped her. So, um, obviously I trust Timmy G and all the health staff there at IU to be doing the best things for him. And it was good. Well, it was tough to see him, um, in the boot and have the little cart to get around. Um, that is the best for him to get his feet, uh, stay off his feet, uh, put as little pressure on it as he can and just rest it. Um, that's the best thing he can do for himself right now. So hopefully he gets, 
he gets going and and um, want him to get back to his full health before he tries to get out there. I don't want him to push it too soon. So anyway, so that was obviously the biggest question going into this game was who was going to step up, who was going to um, take those minutes. And then obviously as well, something that's been the biggest storyline going into it was um, what's Lander going to do? How many minutes is Lander going to get? And uh, what's he going to do with those minutes? And um, so the multiple, it was kind of a multiple, multiple answer. If if you remember at school, those multiple choice questions where you had uh, in in this, in this regards, uh, the question would be what, what do you do with Rob Fennessy's minutes? Um, Answer A is Christian Lander gets, gets the minutes and uh, gets some play time and some experience. Answer B is Trey Galloway gets a few of those minutes and levels up his game just a slight bit more. And answer C would be um, X continues his upward tick as well and continues to lead the, the team and, and do great things. And D would be all of the above. Well, I choose D, all of the above. Um, I think all three of those guys stepped up and kind of shouldered those extra minutes left on the stat sheet by Rob's absence and did a great job with them, um, each contributing in, in, in their own way. Um, Dylan, you tweeted uh, on, on Twitter at me um, asking, I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts on the return of number four. Uh, I want nothing but the best for Christian Lander. And I think today is a step in the good direction but it still felt like a mixed bag. And Dylan, I think you're right there. I think that's a a great way to say it, uh, a mixed bag. Uh, He struggled a little bit in the first half, uh, but had a better second half. He finished with uh, one assist, one turnover, five points, uh, one for two for field goals, uh, one for three from three point. Had that great entry pass to Trace Jackson Davis. He put him in the perfect direction. Uh, perfect place, perfectly passed that uh, Trace Jackson Davis was able to continue to turn while he received that pass, and he was right there at the basket, immediately go up and score that point. That was his one assist, and that that was great. And and we know he has that. That's in his 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 quiver. It's in his um, basketball IQ, his experiences as a player. Um, where it has always been the question is his defense, and it did struggle. I mean, he ended with four four fouls. Um, some of them were ticky-tacky. Uh, some of them could be questionable. It, it, I mean, I don't want to get off on a tangent too much on the refing um, try, when trying to talk about Christian here, but those are those, are those mental lapses that, that he has right now. And um, I'm happy about that because those are good things that can get cleaned up. Those are great things uh, for an experienced coach like Woody to be able to help him learn on. Those are things he gets over. Rather than having to teach the the physical and the basketball IQ stuff on the offensive side, which he has and he has in spades, he's very good at, um, just to teach him more of the lock-in stuff and the mental things of how to play physical and defense, how to get at it, but hold yourself back from from doing that extra little thing. Uh, being tempted to grab in that reach in that hand and get and get that foul. Um, those things will come. And he's got two fantastic mentors to help him with that as well in X and Rob. So um, happy with what he was able to show us. Um, 
great with the confidence. We saw this in the in the post game as well. He did, he did a great little interview there um, with, with with the with the press, and Trace Jackson Davis comes over and puts his arm around him. So the whole team's behind him and wants wants him to to succeed, and and the confidence hopefully continues to build for him and everything. And um, he's going to get coached up right. I mean, it, it was good coverage by the TV guys that when he did commit one of his fouls, they followed him over to the bench and you saw immediately um, Moody right in there, teachable moment, talking to him about it, where his hands were and everything and what he needed to clean up. And um, that's great. That's great to see. That's um, Those are the great moments that you learn stuff from and, and, and you move on from. So um, good, to, good to see him get those minutes in. This is a build towards the right way. This was a proper game to be able to do it in. Uh, cause uh, I hate to, I hate to, can't really say it for sure, but Maryland should have been a win and it was a win. Um, so nothing's always guaranteed in college basketball. And obviously as we've seen other teams have had to hit, have had hiccups and everything, uh, against teams that they should have beat, but, um, but a, a good time to get some, some meaningful minutes and 10 minutes, 10 minutes is what he finishes with, uh, overall, uh, Xavier Johnson, just fantastic continues to build on on his games continues to do some fantastic things for this team um and while we did again have that have that little quorum of just him playing out of control and with a little bit too much emotion and too much aggravation he's played within himself and and, and played uh played a great game uh against against all the adversity that he's run into. And, and obviously this game as well is a good emotional one for him as well, because he's close to home home and he had family there and everything. And Indiana put out that great video, <clears throat> excuse me, at the end where he went out to his family, giving everyone hugs and stuff. And you saw it was a really big, long, strong embrace with his mother. And he's got a big connection to family. And he even stated recently that, um, he attributes his recent success to his family, helping settle him coming in and visiting and everything like that. So he's getting his headspace, right? He's getting his mind, right? And that is translating onto the court. Um, in the first half, he had seven assists and zero turnovers and also zero fouls. Um, two zeros and a seven, double Oh seven <laughs> James bond in the first half from Xavier Johnson. Um, and only uh, four points um, finished with nine assists and two turnovers and just one foul. So just played fantastically within, within the game. Did exactly what we need him to do as a point guard. Um, gosh, where would we be without him? Just think about that. Where would we be without him? So love what he's contributing. Love what he's doing for this team. And um, let's stay healthy. Let's stay good. Let's let's keep this space. Let's keep this mentality. Keep this momentum going. X, you're doing a great job, buddy. And oh, let's also speak of whew, those two attempted dunks. They didn't go in because he was getting he got fouled on him. But I love that he went with anger, and I love that he went with aggression to the basket like that. It just assaulted those rims. That was that was great to see. I really like that a lot. Um, Race Thompson gets a double double. I don't know how many he's had on the season yet. I don't think many. Uh, we'll have to look back and see, um, but finished with, uh, uh, let me see, finished with 18 points, 
12 rebounds, one assist, one block, uh, one turnover. So great game for him. Really stepped it up in the first um, half of the, in the first little half of the second half. It's weird to say, but the first 10 minutes or so of the first, of the second half, um, he had 11 points and eight rebounds. So that was really a time where he stepped up into the game and and got aggressive. He was in the, in the positions that he needed to be in when he needed to be there. Um, just when the focus is, is, was on trace, he was able to get in there and do things that, that, that he needed to do to, to get to the basket, had some great turnarounds and finished with, uh, that three point shot that we see, um, finished with what two for two from three. So nails two three pointers on it, and that shot of his looks so nice. His form is great. Gets a good high arc on that ball. One of the best tra- trajectories I see on a ball um, for this team, and it just continues to show that we have, as a fan base, we are quick to kind of react to each game and try to attribute um, how we think things should go moving forward, whether people should stop shooting, that kind of thing. And we were saying that for race. And while we all know we saw in his high school, that was that was an arrow in his quiver that he had when he played in high school, and he just kind of got away from it in college, be it uh, a system that kind of didn't let him. Obviously, again, again, when we... When we were in the last system, so many players were handcuffed. And uh, Coach Tony Adrania, I think, did a great video. You can you can see uh, talking about this in the frame of res- reference of Trace Jackson Davis and his new shot blocking. And the shot blocking that he's been doing is why he was recently named to that defensive player of the year watch list because all the blocks he's gotten this year. I mean, the team in this game, ends with six blocks and there were five guys that got those blocks so it's mixed around so that freedom on defense for allowing guys to get over is what has done that for blocks well that is also the freedom on the offensive side which has allowed race thompson to shoot the three-pointer and it's the confidence that woody has shown in these in these players and in this team um, and the forethought that he has to let them play through a little bit of those struggles of that. While we get aggravated as fan base at those struggles in the moment and everything, Woody is big braining us. And he sees that it's still there and it will come for them. Now, that's not to mean that race is now a knockdown three point shooter and he's going to hit every single one. He should still be selective with his shot, but he should not be scared to take that shot. And I think it's a point that Woody is making that they aren't scared to take that shot. Race in his post-game interviews said multiple times confidence, that it's the confidence that the coaching staff has in them. It's the confidence that the coaching staff is instilling in them. Confidence is a two-way street in that sense. We talk about these players needing to have the confidence, but this coaching staff, has enormous confidence in these players and their skills and what they can do and is allowing them to show that. And 
we're seeing that big time as this team continues to grow and do better in each game as we go. The incons- a lot of the inconsistencies are starting to taper off. I mean, step back two months or so from now, turnovers were the biggest thing we were talking about. We were talking about if they get over this amount, then the, the, the players are running. If, if they get under this amount, then uh, the coaches are running kind of thing. That really hasn't necessarily been the, been the uh, talking point or the main focus much anymore. Um, so it's great to see that. Uh, Three-point shooting has gotten a lot better. Uh, we just end 30, 30% in this game. Uh, first half kind of is what, what killed that a little bit. We were 11%. Uh, we were 45% in the second half. But uh, things are getting better. Things have slowly improved. Now, we've been, we've been doing that in ideal situations for the most part. Being at home, uh, this road game against a team that uh, is towards the bottom of the Big Ten. So where we're going to see it next now is we've got a tough bit of the schedule coming up. Um, I don't want to get too into that now because that's more talk for the end of the show, but um, great to see the growth that we have as a team moving forward right now. Um, Trace Jackson Davis, just want to speak about a few more players before uh, we get wrapped up. But Trace Jackson Davis, pretty standard GJD game. Uh, 17 points, one rebound shy of a double-double with nine, three assists, just two turnovers. Um, Felt like he had one of those games where he didn't fear the big guys he was up against. Maryland doesn't really have the marquee big guys uh, that you would see in other other teams that we're definitely going to see next weekend. But he used his speed and his quickness to get around the big guys. Great spin moves, great moves to the basket. Missed a few little bunnies that he should have put in, but um, happy to see that aggressiveness and that 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 intensity in a game like this. And just continues to be a force underneath with and on on the defensive side. I mean, um, getting just one block, but he was in there trying to get other blocks and altered a lot of shots because he is that threat of block. When you when you are a shot blocker and you're a team that's known to be a shot blocker, you can have a game where you're not being able to block as many shots as you normally would, but that threat and that idea that that is something that you do as a team is in the mind of the opponent's and they are going to alter their shots or be maybe a little more hesitant when they go to the basket. And that helps for a lot more misses. And, and that attributes a lot to the poor shooting uh, we've seen from our opponents in, in these games. Um, the other person, obviously, that I spoke of before when I said stepping up and, and, and taking up um, – Rob's missing minutes is is Trey. Trey continues to build. Uh, finished with eight points. Was four for five from the field. Two assists, no turnovers, and two great dunks. Showing off his athleticism in this one. Uh, getting out on the break. Uh, had that one great break with uh, Xavier Johnson where he had a perfect little kind of dump pass behind his right shoulder. 
Trey, who was following with him, um, one of his great dunks as well. You kind of thought that uh, he was going to lob it up to Trace Jackson Davis. There was kind of a two-on-one situation, and the threat of Trace Jackson Davis kind of led that Maryland defender to kind of back up a little bit and 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 body on on Trace Jackson Davis and Trey with the beautiful basketball mind that he has great IQ on that on that kid um saw that hesitation and took it and just stuffed it in the rim so so excited for the future of him i mean so excited for the present of him <laughs> but just excited for the 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 future he's going to be a main focal point for this team moving forward. So very excited to what he's, he's, he's giving to us. Um, took a three and, and missed it on this one. Um, happy that he got a three-point shot. I want him to get at least one three-point shot each game. Um, just continue to build the confidence with that shot because he is such a downhill guy and to get to the basket, um, if he can expand that part of his game, and he will, um, that will just open things up and continue to be such such a such a force um, as he is on both sides of the court. Great on on defense as well. Just get stays with his man and everything like that. Um, people, team had really good lockdown defense. Um, the first half was a little concerned with uh, some of the overhelping that we had. That, that, that's still, I think, the little bit of the Achilles heel and. Um, aggravation that I have with, with some sometimes with the way we play our defenses tend to overhelp and that leaves guys open for three and has bit us in the butt many times. But uh, I think we, we, we kind of nipped that pretty quickly in this game. There were a couple plays where we overhelped and uh, was getting ready to fire up on Twitter about it, but then we kind of cleaned it up and it wasn't an issue moving forward. Uh, Maryland just kind of, grasping at straw at straws towards the end of this game really everyone everyone on their team was just really trying to play hero ball and IU did a good job staying in front of their men for the most part and uh, not allowing a lot of drives and kicks and stuff that like Penn State would 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 try to do on us uh, was really a non-factor for everyone um the blocks talked about the blocks that we had we had six steals as well um again just a, a good performance road win first win there that we've ever gotten at maryland since maryland's been a part of the big 10 um and now things get tougher guys um very happy that the team has a week off so that's a positive to think about uh get a week to get everyone kind of fully healthy again i know christian lander like they said was a little banked up with his his knee or something and uh, felt good, and he played during this game, so he's got a week to kind of rehab that, uh, get some more practice time in, get some things going, because uh, Saturday, February 5th, 12 o'clock, Illinois, Indiana, at Indiana. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. going to be a tough game. we got to see Trace Jackson Davis has to come out and play really well in this game. Um, he has struggled before against... Uh, Coburn, and uh, this is the kind of typical big man um, that he struggles with overall. We will probably see some minutes from Michael Durr, hopefully. 
Um, that's kind of been a puzzling thing recently. I don't know why we haven't seen Michael Durr in there. Um, they didn't push him on the press conference to talk about that. Hopefully, maybe it's brought up in the uh, in the coaches show tomorrow night. Uh, we'd really like to know what's going on because last we heard was that was a coach's decision. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we didn't see just a few minutes from him there. So, some, something's up there. Something's up there. Um, not gonna spend too much time trying to think of it because obviously I'm just gonna be dra- grasping at straws. We haven't heard anything, seen anything uh, in particular that's leading up to that. But very excited for this game. Gonna be in attendance at the game. Gonna be going to the assembly call meetup afterwards. So excited to get out there, finally get back to Bloomington. I haven't been into Bloomington for a long time. So, so excited to be back there. Uh, it was really strange to uh, book a hotel in Bloomington growing up there and everything. <laughs> Never really had to have a hotel room in Bloomington, but very excited. I'll be getting in on Friday and then I'll probably go out and about Friday night. Um, we'll obviously be at the game and then uh, at the assembly call meetup afterwards and then probably out again on Saturday night. It's going to be cold, guys. I've got Southern blood now. I've lived in the South way too long. I saw negative one as the low on Friday. Whew, it's going to be tough for me. I'll tell you what. But anyways, I'll be there. I have, again, my Hoosier Morning After stickers. Got a big stack of them. If you see me out and about, say hey to me. Uh, come up. I appreciate it. I appreciate all of you. appreciate you guys listening and everything like that. So I uh, would love to meet you. Love to say hey. Um, ask me for a sticker. I got plenty of them. Love to give them out to you guys and everything. So. Yep, that's going to do it on this edition of Who's Your Morning After. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember to like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to go over to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at General Chadwick. There you can find out more information about the show, when we're going to go live, and ask questions, comments, and stuff that I will promise to bring up, as long as they're appropriate enough, on the show. Um, Dylan, shout out to you. Thank you for commenting, bringing you up again. Special thanks, as always, to Bob Thompson for producing the music you hear on the show. I'll be back again uh, the morning after the show. I think Jared Morris might join me for that one, guys, after the Illinois show. But uh, thanks for joining me, guys. As always, go out there, have a wonderful day, and go Hoosiers.